0: Let us pray. Gracious God, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear them with joy and thanksgiving. Help us live our lives with greater faith and obedience. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's New Testament reading is from the first epistle of Peter, chapter 3, verses 13 through 22. Now, who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? But even if you do suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear and do not be intimidated but in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, Those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison who in former times did not obey, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water. And baptism, which this prefigured now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to Him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. How do you begin a day? What do you do first when you wake up in the morning? I begin a day with a prayer. As I wake up in the morning, I first thank God for Giving me another day of life. I pray that I may glorify God with the life God has given me. And I pray for my family, my church family, and the soldiers of my unit. Then I open a Bible app on my phone which delivers me a daily scripture passage and read it. So, I begin each new day with a prayer and the Word of God. I'm not saying that you have to do the same as I do, but I can tell you confidently that it is great to begin a day by praying to God and reading the Word of God. It is a great privilege that we can directly talk to God of the universe. It is so great that we can hear God's voice through the Word of God. Among many good things we can enjoy as the children of God, this morning I want us to think about hope, as the Apostle Peter encourages us in today's passage. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who, who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you." It is traditionally believed that the apostle Peter wrote this epistle. Regardless of the authorship, the author encourages the readers in today's passage to stand firm in their faith during the current or imminent sufferings. In this passage, we are called to respond to our suffering in the right manner, by remembering and imitating Jesus. Of course, as we read this passage, many of us might have thought what the first two verses tell us didn't make sense, or not very doable at least. However, the teaching that those who suffer for doing what is right are blessed is actually not a completely strange one in the New Testament. We can find it in the Beatitudes, which is in the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus said, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven." For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you." The Word of God is given to us, so we may grow in our faith and become more and more like our Lord Jesus. Of course, we may not want to live the exactly same life that Jesus lived in His incarnation since it was filled with rejection, mockery, violence, and suffering. So, it is important for us to know the point that Peter is making in this passage. No one will be able to ultimately harm us, Christians, even if we suffer now, because God is ultimately on our side. Even in the current difficult circumstances, we shall remember the ultimate hope we have. Verse 14 clearly states, Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated. We can find the same teaching in the book of Isaiah. Let me read you from Isaiah chapter 8. Do not call conspiracy all that this people calls conspiracy, and do not fear what it fears, or be in dread. But the Lord of hosts, him you shall regard as holy, let him be your fear and let him be your dread. Prophet Isaiah and Apostle Peter call us to separate ourselves from the attitudes and behaviors of the people around us. Isaiah and Peter tell us not to fear what the world fears. What do people in the world fear? There are many fearful things out there, Among what people fear, the most fearful thing would probably be death. However, for us Christians, though we all will die one day, death is not the end of life. This is what definitely distinguishes Christians from non-Christians. Those who are not in Christ may live with fear and doubt. However, our life as Christ followers should be filled with hope. And as Apostle Peter says, we always need to be ready to make our defense to anyone who demands from us an accounting for the hope we have we need to do so with gentleness and reverence. We may stand firm and keep our faith not because of our own merit, but it is possible only through the power of the Spirit of the Lord. Friends, we should not be consumed by the sufferings in our lives, but we should always be renewed by the hope that is in the name of our Lord Jesus. As today's passage tells us about suffering from doing good, it may not be an easy message for us to listen to. Who may be able to say that it is easy to love their enemies, to love those who hate them, or to lift up in prayer those who want to harm them. Today's passage may not be an easy text for a preacher either. Especially, verses 19 and 20 are considered as one of the most difficult verses in the Bible. Even Martin Luther said, a wonderful text is this and a more obscure passage perhaps than any other in the New Testament, so that I do not know for a certainty what Peter means. I share the same feeling with Martin Luther, and I don't want to confuse any of us by sharing the academic debates of biblical scholars. It is not practical anyway to talk about the lengthy theories in this sermon, but I believe the point of the last three verses of today's passage is this, Jesus is the Lord who is able to proclaim and provide the way of salvation. He is the conqueror of death. He triumphed over all evil power. He is victorious over all beings. He proclaims His victory not only to a certain group of people, but to all creatures in the universe. Jesus is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. He gives us eternal life, and baptism is the seal of eternal life. He offers us through the holy blood He shed on the cross. We shall remember the amazing grace of God in our baptism. Peter made a powerful parallel in this passage that as Noah and his family were saved in the ark from the corrupted world through water and from water, our baptism in Jesus Christ Saves us. Of course, here we must know that it does not mean that baptism itself as a mere ritual saves us. We receive salvation only by grace through our faith in Christ. Baptism is a visible sign of invisible grace of God that we are in union with our Savior Jesus Christ. It is truly amazing that we are disciples of Christ and that we are in union with Him. The last verse of today's passage tells us how great Jesus Christ is. Jesus has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to Him this is who he is this is who our great god and savior jesus christ is when the circumstances around us are good and even when we walk through the darkest valley he reigns over all things in the universe he is the lord at all times what shall we fear Whom shall we fear when our Lord, who has conquered the world, is on our side? Jesus our Lord is the secure foundation for our hope and confidence. Today's passage challenges us who might have been so accustomed to enjoying the material comforts and luxuries. For many Christians, living as a Christian means receiving God's blessings as rewards for their faith and obedience. This passage that teaches us to endure our suffering for the sake of our Lord may even make us uncomfortable. However, We must closely listen to the voice of the Lord in this passage, and we shall follow the teaching in it, remembering the ultimate hope we have in His name. There is a famous Jesus statue in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. The name of the statue is Statue the Redeemer. Some weeks ago, An image of doctor's white coat was projected onto the statue to honor medical workers who were fighting to save lives during this pandemic. The word hope was also projected onto the statue in many different languages. In this pandemic, we've been walking through a difficult time. What we desperately need at this moment is hope. This passage certainly promises us the ultimate defense, not only from the attack of those who try to slander and persecute our Christian faith, but also from any attack and harm like the current pandemic we've been fighting for months. Through today's passage, the Lord tells us to have hope. And to keep the sacred hope, we must turn to our God. We must turn to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are called not to fear what the world fears. We shall not fear what others fear. We shall fear God alone. We shall closely listen to the voice of the Lord and do what is right in Him. We shall sanctify Christ as Lord in our hearts. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the substitutionary atonement of Christ is the reason for the eternal life that we will taste. His suffering and His death on the cross have healed our brokenness. And His triumphal resurrection has confirmed our hope. He is our hope. He is the hope of the world. He is our greatest and ultimate defense and hope. So let us find our hope and confidence in Christ, who is at the right hand of God, who reigns over the entire universe. Amen. Now please hear the word of benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us from this moment and forevermore. Amen.